Hello, hello. I am very excited to introduce today's guest episode. Hannah Aylward is with us discussing gut health. This is a big thing right now. Everybody's talking about gut health. And so I wanted to bring her on to talk about what it looks like to essentially optimize your gut health, whether you're experiencing a chronic condition, gut issues, um, chronic illness like autoimmune or anything like that. Um, Everything, I feel like everything in our body (laughs) is like they say is housed in your gut, your immune system, and everything just really originates from there. So I wanted to have a conversation with Hannah, who's the expert in this area, to help us understand, better understand gut health, as well as navigate our own approach to improving our gut health and hopefully improving any symptoms that we're having or just really improving our overall health, like optimizing. So wherever you are on that continuum of having maybe some issues with your gut um, or those chronic conditions, or you just want to optimize, this episode is going to be a great one for you. So I cannot wait for you to dive in. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Okay, I am really excited for this episode. We are going to be diving into gut health and how it um, affects the health of your overall body. And I think this is, we were talking a little bit earlier about how this is kind of a, a bit of a a trend right now, like talking about health, health, uh, gut health and all of that. So I am really excited because I invited an expert in this area, Hannah Aylward to join us to talk about how to essentially heal your gut, whether you're struggling with like real gut issues, or maybe, you know, you want to improve your gut health and anything in between, um, with a more intuitive approach, a, a, a manageable approach. So thank you for joining me today, Hannah. Will you just introduce yourself? Tell us all about you before we dive in. 
Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Um, as you said, my name is Hannah Aylward. I am a certified holistic health coach and I'm the founder of HAN. And at HAN, we specialize in chronic overcome chronic digestive issues. So anything from an IBS diagnosis to um, endless bloating, constipation, diarrhea, stomach pain, reflux, um, just any of those symptoms that so many women struggle with. Um, you know, that feeling of like, you look six months pregnant with bloat at the end of the day, and maybe you don't, you can't put your jeans on, you know, past 4 p.m. and all of that stuff. Um, we see that all the time. So we take a very root cause, holistic, comprehensive approach to this and don't just look to suppress symptoms, but really look at identifying like what is causing these issues and um, how can we kind of shift the patterning in your body and um, and get you feeling sustainably better long-term. So that's what we do. And we help, um, you know, mostly women, but we help really any and everyone that needs the help. And it's just the best work ever. <laughs> uh, and you're good at it. That's the best part. I love, I love, you I love it. Manageable things. So will you kind of explain to us, how would we know if our gut is out of whack or like we would want to improve it. I'm, I'm trying to visualize almost a continuum of people that maybe feel like their gut is a mess to maybe they want to just support it. How do we know, like, what are some indicators and in all of that? Yeah, it's, it's always hard for me to narrow this down because there's so many, <laughs> like over 90% of disease can be traced in some way back to the health of the gut microbiome. So um, what we see the most is chronic digestive issues, right? So maybe you're not using the bathroom every day. Um, you're dealing with that endless bloating, you're burping, you've got acid reflux. Um, but we also see that almost always come with other things too, right? So low energy, feeling like you're chronically fatigued, um, having, you know, migraines, joint pain, there's a huge connection to skin health as well. So if you've got like psoriasis, eczema, acne, all, almost always there's a gut component to that. Um, and it's not really thought of that typically because it's more of like seen as like a topical issue, but there's almost always some level of inflammation along with um, a gut imbalance that comes along with that. So we see a lot of skin rashes, um, like I said, fatigue. And then I always say to unresolved, um, unresolved adrenal and thyroid issues, um, or excuse me, unresolved adrenal and gut issues will become hormone issues, right? So we'll see a correlation to all of these things. And, and I always say like the systems in the body don't exist in a vacuum, you know, they all communicate with one another, um, which can seem overwhelming, but it doesn't need to, because when we find out some really simple foundational supports, it can help manage all sorts of different systems and all sorts of symptoms as well. So I mean, it can really be traced back to everything like immune dysregulation, allergies, um, cardiovascular stuff. But I would say what we work with the most is skin, um, hormones and chronic digestive issues. Yeah. And I think it kind of comes back to like this episode really is going to be for everyone to help yeah. kind of navigate a better gut health because you're right. It, uh, you know, it's, it's affecting a lot of chronic conditions, um, I spent my whole life on antibiotics and <laughs> it's, I've, I've been spending a, a few years trying to figure that out because I had eczema and I had ear infections yeah. and acne, like all of the above situation. And it's so interesting because at the time that like, 
there wasn't a discussion about gut health. It was, here's the, here's the medicine and here's the topical. Right. Mm -hmm. So I love that we're bringing in this discussion of, okay, we're trying to support our body in lots of different ways. And if you're having some things that are off, it might be worth looking into our gut. 100%. I mean, save yourself the time, like save yourself the time of questioning and searching and please take a look at your gut health because it's going to help shift so many different things. Yeah. What are, this could be a loaded question, but what, like, what can healing our gut do for our body? Like what could it change? And does it, does it heal all the way? Do you have to maintain it? Like, where's the balance? Mm -hmm. Because I think sometimes women feel overwhelmed at this idea of healing the gut. Okay. Does that mean I have to eat perfectly for the rest of my life? What could I look for that might be like a sign that it's getting Mm -hmm. better? Yes. This is a great question. So I will start off by saying, like, I don't think this concept of like, I'm healed, you know, is, I think it's always a journey. Like, because, because we, we also just as these systems in the body don't exist in a vacuum, like neither do we, right? I'm, I'm in the middle of a move right now. I just, you know, traveled internationally. Like all of these different things are happening to us in our lives. Like when you have a child, when you take on a new job, when you lose a loved one, it's like, it, we're not, we don't exist in a test tube either, right? So some of these studies that have been done in test tubes will not fully apply to our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, stress levels are shifting, environmental conditions are shifting, diet is shifting, all of that. So I think to, to aim to get to this like quote unquote healed place is probably, um, how do I say it like lightly, just, just kind of unrealistic and a way to put us on this like rope of like, oh no, get there. You've got to get there. And it's, it's just not worth it. Right. Like life ebbs and flows and we ebb and flow. So, um, we don't really look to be like completely healed. That's not really what we discuss, but I would say, um, and the, the other thing is, is no, you don't have to do it hundred percent perfectly. Right. Because it won't ever be hundred percent perfect because life happens and things happen. And, um, it's more about, we, we kind of teach more like strategies, frameworks, guidelines to support your system biology um, and help you manage stress better, help you maintain energy better, help you, you know, support your gut health as opposed to, you know, needing to only drink like celery juice and plant like raw plant-based this and like superfoods that are like $300 and all of that kind of stuff. That's not really like my jam. Um, That's not really our jam because it doesn't, it, it won't last for most people, right? So, I don't care what kind of studies I throw at you, even if it's the top study with all the information and the new stuff, if it's not something that you can actually do, it's not gonna make a difference, you know? So um, what sometimes when, when clients are like, so when should I drink my, we, we utilize like mineral cocktails and making sure that when we get in adequate like mineral support, people are like, when should I drink it? I'm like, the best time to drink it is when you remember to drink it. (laughs) So what does that look like for you? Is that first thing in the morning? Is that after you drop your kids off at school? Is that in the afternoon? You know, like set up a little timer on your phone. So it's, it's all about that balance that works for your own life. Right. And that's sometimes almost more difficult to understand. Like in in a sense, it's like some sort of relief, but in a sense, it can be like even more difficult to get. Cause you're like, no, just tell me exactly what I got to do. I will follow this sheet of paper, you know, but, um, I think that's where our, our like ways of thought really connects because it is about listening to your body and it is about making it work for your life. And it is about, you know, doing these, doing these things that you can sustainably do. Um, so that's a long winded way to say, like, I don't think it's this like, Oh no, here you are completely healed because like 
life happens, right? But um, we will help, we'll help women overcome digestive issues. So in this process that includes um, nutrition foundations, like adrenal support, um, opening up drainage pathways, maybe some supplements, getting adequate sleep, stress management, it's, it all kind of ties in. Um, but we'll see them, right? They'll end up with more energy over the course of a few weeks. They'll be like, I have more energy. I'm sleeping better. I, I'm not bloated every single day. I don't have to um, create my schedule around my stomach, right? Like yeah. whether it's hurting that day or not. Um, I feel like I have more energy to run around with my kids. My skin flares are going away. So we can see these symptoms kind of, you know, pop in as we go. Um, the symptom reduction, like these things going away kind of as we go. But I will be very honest and say, um, we can build so, so much resilience. Like I've worked on my own digestive health for years and I'm drastically better than I was. But if I am under a huge amount of stress, like I have to be mindful of that, right? Because it's not, it, it's not this like, oh, I did it. So I'm all, it's all done. It's like, it, there is a level of maintenance that comes up and that's where listening to your body really comes in. It's like, when is your body sending those signals? Like, Hey, okay, we got to go to bed earlier. Okay. You got to drink more water. Okay. We got to work on this, you know? Um, so that, bo that body intuition is really important, especially I think once you get to that maintenance phase, because you've got to take a look at these things and think, okay, what did I do that kind of got me there to that like um, imbalanced state? And if I just do this protocol, quote unquote, and then go back to doing all of the things that got me to this imbalanced state, it's gonna, I'm gonna end up feeling imbalanced again. You know what I mean? So it's um, a combination of lots and lots of things. Yeah, and I think the thing that stood out, and I was actually thinking of the same word before you said it was resilience. Mm -hmm. and knowing that you can be resilient. And that's something we talk about in my program with food freedom and knowing that be having food freedom doesn't mean that you'll never mess up again or overeat again, but that you'll be able to be resilient and realign quicker and go back. And I think that makes so much sense that you're saying that because I remember I once saw a doctor and I don't know if this is a good analogy or not, but she was explaining to me that my gut was like, if I opened a drawer and I scraped my arm and then I like, every time I opened that drawer, it would like keep scraping my arm mm -hmm. and it would never fix. And I remember being like, this feels so overwhelming. And so it's mm -hmm. like helpful to know that we can build, we can essentially heal and build healing mechanisms so that it can heal rather than feeling like when I do mess up, I'm back at square one. Like you're, you're not at square one. And I think that's important for people to know. Totally. Yeah. I, I feel like I have this conversation with clients all the time. Right. Because they're like, well, I went out to eat with my boyfriend and I ate like all these tortilla chips. And I'm like, it's so fine. Like the, like the night of tortilla chips is not going to override yeah. your four weeks of all of this really good support that you've been giving yourself. Um, and they'll also find that you know, I'll have clients that have um, SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, and we'll be working. And there's always a time to like pull in the reins and let the reins go, right? So it's like when you're on a protocol, it's like, okay, really, how do we set up ourselves to really thoroughly support ourselves? When we're transitioning off, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I'm going to try having some nachos and see, see how my body reacts, you know? And if it reacts well, that's beautiful. And if it doesn't, that does not mean all of my hard work is is done so right and it's like thrown into the fire um but i see it all the time like i and i bring that that example because i had a client with SIBO. she was really doing the good good work and it was she had history of um 
of restricted eating. And so we, you know, I work with a lot of women like that. So we've got a, there's a balance here, you know, about a nice balance has to be had. Um, and she really committed and we worked through all the emotional stuff that was coming up and all of that. And then come week 10, she's like, I had nachos and I, I'm crying. Like, I'm totally fine. I can't even believe it, you know? And yeah. so the body can recover. Like, it's not like you can never eat a nacho again for most people. I mean, of course there's like severe cases, but um, I, I can eat tons of things that I couldn't eat before. And there's a huge part of my history is like really restricted eating and over exercising and all of that. And that kind of spiraled my body into this state of chronic digestive issues because it was putting me under so much stress and I was so depleted. Um, so I've been through it. Like I've been through binge eating. I've been through restricted eating. I've tried every single diet in the book. I hated my body. I kind of hated myself. I know it sounds really intense, but like that was there, all of that was present. And now I can like absolutely eat like a whole bag of whatever. And I'm like, okay, like move on <laughs> instead yeah. of like having to run it off on the treadmill or like hate myself for a week or whatever it might be. So it's, it all, once I also worked in my gut microbiome, I could like think a little clearer and I like was kind of happier. Like it impacted my mood a lot too. Mm -hmm. And in this journey of really like holistic healing comes the inner work too, right? Like we've got to take a look at the inner work. It's not just the food and the supplementation. We've got to take a look at what the stories we're telling ourselves and all of that stuff. So it's all connected. Yes. And the women here are very familiar with the emotions <laughs> behind it. Cause we deal yes. with a lot of like chronic dieting and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yes, we're, we're very familiar with those stories that we tell ourselves. And, and yeah. so that's, that's, that's like almost a bigger piece of the puzzle because you can get a protocol, but if you can't follow it, then like, what do you, you know, you're not going to see the healing. And so we have to like, really like, like you said, like almost healing, healing from the inside out on both accounts, emotional yes. as well as physical. So, yes. And I find myself telling a lot of clients like to eat more, right. And, yeah. and we, but what it takes, it takes a lot of fear comes up with that. Right. So it takes, um, a lot of awareness and willingness to really try something else um, throughout this process as well. And we, we end up having to look at these stories, you know, or, yeah. or we're not addressing it in the most holistic, comprehensive way. Um, because almost anyone can take the supplements, right? Like, especially like high functioning women, they're like, they got it in their calendar. They got it all set together. It, they're taking the supplements, but it's like, are they, do they believe in their own healing? Do they believe that they're capable of this? Do they, what are they telling themselves every single time, you know, it comes to eating a meal? Are they fearing food? Like all of this plays a part in overall digestive health. Yeah, definitely. Well, we know that you have a very amazing big program that like teaches women how to do all this. Could you help us build a little bit of a foundation here? Like if somebody just came in and said, I really want to I want to improve my gut health, whether I have symptoms or I just like really want to nurture my gut. Um, maybe give us a few like foundational steps or tips or just a place to start where we don't feel too overwhelmed, but um, to help us like get started in that arena. arena. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. I have so many things <laughs> that I want to say. <laughs> um, so I, I would say the first the first thing is to bring in some sort of nervous system support. 
So whether that's like um, meditation or breath work, or it's like a walk without your cell phone, without anything um, in nature, you know, some sort of consistent nervous system support could be as simple as taking six deep belly breaths before all of your meals, or just making sure that you're eating, sitting down, not like eating while you're feeding your kids and you're like in the kitchen and you're like, you know, like all all of it. Um, And it's funny. And I say this first because this is always the hardest. It's always the hardest. Like, we can change the food, we can do the things, but it's like when we have to really look at these patterns of like, hmm, are we actually prioritizing our own needs? It gets tricky, right? And and especially when you're used to operating at that like really high pace that like on stress hormones, right? You're like running on cortisol and adrenaline. It's difficult to settle the mind. So um, it can feel that way. So first and foremost, like bring in some sort of practice. It could just start with like three minutes of something, you know, like it could be a three minute little meditation. Even if your brain is racing, just sit there no phone, no simulation, Um, take a few deep breaths and just like feel your body, like feel into your body. A lot of times we run away or run around with our our heads almost like detached from our bodies. We're kind of just like, you know, we're like a little little removed um, because we are thinking of everything and what's this going on and what's this and all of that. And trust me, like I deeply understand. (laughs) Um, so, So bring in some sort of nervous system practice. I love breath work because my brain tends to run quickly. Um, so it gives me something to kind of latch onto, right? Like counting to four, inhale, counting to four, exhale. It feels a little easier for me than just like sitting. Um, that feels all impossible some days, right? So so I, I love breath work for that, for that reason. So yeah, nervous system support in some way. And then the second thing I would say is like, just focus on as many whole foods as possible. And I know that that feels like something you've probably heard already um, and silly, but it's so influential, especially if you're just getting started. Like don't, you don't need to overcomplicate it. Um, If you're overwhelmed as is, just like grab fewer packaged things, right? Food should not contain a long list of ingredients. Food is an ingredient. So like grab an apple, it's an apple. Grab almonds, it should be just an almond, right? Not like a long list of ingredients. Focus there. and that will very likely shift, start to shift things for you as well. And then the third thing that I would have to say that supports just like almost every system is working on balancing blood sugar levels. So um, making sure that you're pairing the right foods together. I see this have such a huge impact on so many women, um, so many people in general, but building a plate to support your, your blood sugar level. So pairing of protein with a healthy fat, an unprocessed carb, some sort of fiber. Fiber is a carb, but I always like like to add it in because it's kind of hard to get enough of it. Um, so so make sure you're getting an adequate protein and adequate healthy fats and that little bit of unprocessed carb and that little bit of um, fiber as well in every meal. And you're going to find that naturally when we work with our blood sugar curve, you are less hungry because you're working with your blood sugar. You're not like fighting your body. You're, you're using, bringing your body back on your side is like I, how I always reference it. Um, you're going to find that you flow from breakfast to lunch a little easier and you're not getting that dip in your blood sugar level. So that like, that like, oh my gosh, I'm hangry. Right. Or like, oh my gosh, I need something right now. And you start to get like a little irritable and a little like anxious and a little, like, even you you could feel hard to breathe sometimes that's not a good place to be in for our bodies. And it's not a good place to be in when you're trying to like eat healthier. Right. Because when you're in that place, you're like, I don't care what I eat. I'm starving. I'm going to eat anything. And that's just not supportive. Right. And that that's what happens on a lot of these like chronic, these restrictive diets, right. Because they're not, you're not working with your body. You're just cutting a bunch out 
So you're like, you're like gritting your teeth and bearing it like through. And we don't need to be doing that. Like if you're over feeling that way, it's not, it's start doing something else. It's not helping you. Um, and especially if you're like a menstruating female, your body is going to feel in danger very easily when you're feeling that blood sugar level dip, right? So that blood sugar level is going to dip and that cortisol is going to come up. That's the stress, one of our stress hormones. So you're going to feel that and your body's going to go, uh-oh, we're in danger. Digestion's going to become an afterthought. We're going to get ready to go. We're going to pump um, sugar into the bloodstream. So we have something to work with. Mm. That's when you get the carbs and the sugar cravings. Um, but it's just not, it's not supportive of your overall health. It's not supportive of thyroid, um, thyroid function, adrenal support, like gut health, all of these things, right? So when we pair the right nutrients together, um, everything gets a little easier. You don't feel like you're on this like restricted diet because you're eating enough for your body. And what's cool too is um, I always like talking about this because you can make it work for you, right? Like a protein, a healthy fat, an unprocessed carb, you can, you can get that in in a bunch of different ways, you know? You can do that at a restaurant. You can do that when you're ordering takeout. You can do that when you're cooking at home. Instead of thinking what needs to go off the plate or what can I not have, take out the gluten, take out the dairy, take out the sugar, take out the nightshades, whatever. Um, instead of thinking that way, think like, what do I need to make sure I have on my plate? Do I have enough protein? Do I have enough fiber? Do I have enough, you know, healthy fats? Um, so flip the, flip the script, flip the narrative a little bit there and it's going to make a world of a difference. Yeah, I think that's, that's huge. And and recognizing that, um, seeing it as an opportunity versus a burden, you kind of said that mm -hmm. same thing of like, this is, this is actually a good opportunity rather than like, Oh, I have to do this. No, this supports my body. And instead of saying, I can't eat that. What if I focus on, Oh, this is cool because I can create new combinations and the difference in yeah. approaches. Yeah. And, and it comes back to building that resilience, right? So like, when you're supporting your blood sugar levels and you're not letting them dip and you're crashing, your energy's crashing, your mood is crashing, all of that, you're building that resilience. You're not putting that stressor on your body. So we all have stressors. We've got so many different stressors going on, like things that are happening in the world, you know, our family stuff, work stuff, whatever it is. So one of those things that we can just bring into support and build that resilience is managing those blood sugar levels, making sure we're getting in enough because we don't know what the day is going to bring to us, right? Whether we're like running late for kid drop off or like where you've got to get this going, you know, it's, so it's like when you can really balance those blood sugar levels, you're going to be more resilient to what comes next too. So it's not necessarily about like omitting all the stressors because that's, probably not going to happen for like an extended period of time, maybe on vacation. <laughs> um, but you know, like we can, we can manage that. We can bring in support there as well. We can set up the boundaries. We can set up the, the sacred time, but also we can work to build resilience. Right. So it's, it's just going to help with so many different things and um, make sure to eat breakfast, make sure to eat breakfast, it's, make sure you have breakfast for, you know, before or while you're getting the kids ready or you're sending that first email or whatever it is, um, or else you're setting yourself up for a dysregulated blood sugar pattern for the rest of the day. And it's a little harder to come back from. So, um, I see a lot of the time women are just like not really prioritizing their own needs first thing in the morning. So setting up some, some time and space to do that is really going to help. You're going to find that you're less anxious and stressed throughout the day. Yeah. 
Awesome. So I'm going to kind of like re recap some of these points. So everyone like has them in their head, because this is a really great place to start. If anyone is wanting to, you know, begin this journey of gut, gut healing and gut health, um, first focus on the nervous system, the stress mm -hmm. management. And this one was big for me. I was having lots of issues and I didn't realize how much stress played mm -hmm. a role. And I got into yoga nidra which is like yes. a guided meditation. And Love I've it. never been a good meditator either. Cause like my brain just goes, but this one has been magical for me and I mm -hmm. still do it almost daily. I was doing it daily for a long time, but again, I'm being more resilient and like returning to it when I'm finding that I'm needing it more. Or even if I know, like I have something more stress coming up, I'll make sure that I'm being very aware of it and all of that. Um, Love that. And then focus on whole foods. So focus on getting all of those foods that, you know, don't have a list of ingredients, um, balancing blood sugar by making sure to pair the proteins, the fats, the carbs, so that you're getting a good balance of energy and nutrition to sustain you, um, eating breakfast. I think this is like one of those, it's kind of like everybody's on all different areas about breakfast. <laughs> You know, mm -hmm. like, do you really need to eat breakfast? Do you not? And I am also a breakfast person. So we can very much um, agree on that one. Like breakfast is important and it helps. I think, especially for women, wouldn't you say, especially for women? Like, yes, yeah. I, yes. I mean, when you can get yourself like 30 grams of protein in the morning within the first like hour of waking, you're going to set you up. You're going to support your hormones so much more. And it, what's interesting is like, I feel like I'm talking about all the systems in the body, even though gut health is my jam, but like, once again, it, all these systems impact each other, right? Cause when you're really burnt out, your yeah. gut is going to be affected from that. Right. So, um, but yes, I think, I think the intermittent fasting stuff yeah. is like cool. Um, biohacking is cool. Like I'm, I'm here for it. I love, I love to nerd out about all of that. Um, but I think that well, I know that most of the research has been done on men or rats, right? Yeah. So the female body is very different from that. We're designed to procreate whether we want to or not. Um, so the body is more sensitive to sensing danger, not enough preserve, right? Yeah. Um, and you don't want to, you don't want to build, start building a baby inside of your body when you're constantly feeling like red, you know, like danger zone, danger zone. Um, and you don't want to, you won't ovulate under those conditions. You won't be producing adequate progesterone. So there's like, you'll get bad PMS. I mean, it's all, all of these things are linked. So yes, I think it's, it's even more important for women. And, um, a lot of women also, when they're running on like stress hormones regularly, won't feel hungry in the morning. Um, and mm. so just start slow, you know, like, I'm not going to say like force feed yourself a whole, you know, steak, whatever. Um, but it's like, start slow, like start with a little something, um, and try not to have coffee on an empty stomach, right? Cause that's going to jack up your, your stress, your cortisol first thing, empty stomach, you're super fasted. Right. So there's, there's benefits to like normal, like I, I would say maybe normal is not the right word, but just like, um, a more intuitive fasting, which is just kind of like, I eat dinner and then I don't eat until breakfast. Like we all kind of do that, you know, like that's supportive, giving the gut a little bit of a rest, giving it like 12 hours. It's probably happening to you already, unless you're like having a late night out or something like that. Right. That's great, but that's going to happen kind of naturally, right. Pushing it to like 16 hours, not my recommendation. Um, you'll, you might feel better at first, 
and then give it like a month and then you'll probably be like, whoa, I'm anxious yeah. <laughs> and I'm stressed and I'm fatigued and I'm like having trouble sleeping now and all of these other things. Um, so everyone's body is different. I will say that, but I just don't see it being the most supportive thing. So if you're just starting out and you're like, I haven't really, I'm not really used to eating. Usually I just grab my cup of coffee and I kind of run out the door and um, it starts low. Like a smoothie is great. Um, one hard boiled egg. I mean, I'll take anything. Just have like a little something um, to give your body a little bit of fuel to work with. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Is there a simple answer for where supplements fit in? <laughs> this could be yeah. another podcast episode, I know, but is there like a simple answer? Cause I know a lot of women, I know there's a lot of like marketing around supplements out there right now. And there's overwhelm is, is, just the, is there a simple guide or a simple, like, where does this fit in? Should I start with one? What would you say? Yeah. I mean, supplements, I like to set the food foundations first and the lifestyle foundations first. Yeah. Um, we, we do work with lots of supplements because we deal with people with lots of like gut dysfunction. So they've got really imbalanced gut microbiome. So we've got to bring in some supplementation. However, mm -hmm. our goal is always to get them off most of those supplements, right? So there'll be like some maintenance things, but um, they'll, they'll add in more supplements than they're probably used to at the beginning. And then we'll start weaning them off of them after a series of weeks, right? So um I mean, general supplements, like everyone's body is different, but I, and I am a fan of a probiotic. Some people say you don't need one consistently, but a probiotic, a prebiotic, these things are going to be really supportive of your gut health. Mm -hmm. um, once again, like there's, it's not a one size fits all. It kind of depends on what you're dealing with. We do like spore-based probiotics kind of more as like the general recommendation. Um, I would feel most comfortable with someone just kind of buying one of those on their own and seeing how they feel. Yeah. then more specific because different strains impact and, and serve different purposes right so um but a nice spore-based probiotic is like we'll use mega biotic often it's potent though so don't go playing around with it and um i've been on and, that one <laughs> <laughs> yes and um just thrive is kind of like the the more like over-the-counter quote-unquote um uh probiotic it's great company um that's a spore-based one. Those actually survive the stomach acid and make it into the large intestine. Mm -hmm. So that's where we want them to go, right? So those are great. Um, I also am a big fan of like an electrolyte. So like a mineral electrolyte support. Like I've literally got mine right next to me here <laughs> as we record this. Um, mine too, actually. <laughs> yes. To, to just support the adrenals, make sure you have enough energy. So something that's got some like sodium, potassium, um, magnesium, vitamin C, those are going to be some macro minerals plus the vitamin C really supportive of adrenal health. Um, and you need sodium produced stomach acid. It's like, there's all sorts of different connections, but that's a general, like, Hey, this is pretty much safe for really everyone, especially if you're making it with whole foods. So like orange juice, coconut water, sea salt, right. That's kind of like, you can't really go too wrong with that. Um, and then we recommend magnesium to like everyone <laughs> because stress depletes it coffee depletes it super difficult to get enough of it from um, food because our soil is depleted so I take it every single day um, most of our clients do um, and I think you'd have to take quite a lot of it to run into any issues if you're super depleted in sodium and potassium you may feel like the magnesium is making you like a little wired or feeling a little weird initially so work on bringing in more sodium and potassium first but I'd say that's a, a general like pretty much everyone needs some support there okay. um, and then when it comes to like specific protocols 
we, we do, we run functional stool testing. So we'll see what's going on within their, a person's gut microbiome and how they're digesting their food, what imbalances they have, inflammation, gut immune markers. Um, so we look at all of that and then we'll bring in different supplements to support kind of what they've got going on. But I, we don't like to do that, you know, without seeing the data of what, what they've got going on, but prebiotics, probiotics, magnesium, electrolytes, those are good, good, like general recommendations. This is not medical advice. Talk to your doctor. Um, but, but yeah. And if you have any issues with, if you're like, I take a probiotic and it makes me more bloated, um, it could be a sign of a bacterial thing we've got to address an imbalance we've got to address. And then if you feel like you take prebiotics and they make you really bloated and gassy, um, there's probably an underlying gut imbalance that needs to be addressed too. Um, but coupling those together will help to kind of reseed your gut microbiome and support those good gut bacteria. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I'm just, I'm kind of glad that you kept it simple because I think that's the most important thing is identifying that we don't have to run out and get all the supplements. There are Mm -hmm. some really basic foundations that are more important first. And then the supplements are for specific, um, more for specific needs, you know, beyond there. And I think that helps I don't know. I hope that provides a, a breath of relief for people that are mm-hmm. like, okay, I can focus on these things and that can help heal my gut health. Mm-hmm. And I don't need the long list of the supplements unless I feel like I have specific needs and I would go to you for specific needs, you know? Yeah. Just work with someone. Like you're going to save your time. You're going to save yourself time and money in the long run. If you just yeah. like work with someone who knows what they're talking about and then they can tell you what to get as opposed to like just guessing and buying a bunch of things at home. And then they end up in your supplement graveyard. <laughs> yeah, right. Who right? doesn't You're have a supplement like, graveyard? <laughs> yeah. And, and like, there's a lot of good supplements out there and there's a lot of bad supplements out there, like just poorly made or yeah. are marketed a certain way and they really don't really offer much support. So, um, I do recommend working with someone. Awesome. Well, this has been like a really wonderful conversation. I think there's been some awesome takeaways. Do you have any parting words or anything you would say to someone listening that wants to heal their, that wants to improve or heal their gut health, anything last, last thing? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think that I, I just had a call with someone before this and, you know, one of the first things I say is tell me what you've got going on, symptoms, pain points, and what do you think is going on? You know what I mean? Like, what do you think is causing the, the symptoms and causing the imbalances and things like that. Um, And I bring that up because, you know, so often like we have a good idea of what could be triggering us or what could be kind of leading us to an imbalanced state or um, if we need to really check our stress, like we've got a good idea, right? So instead of, I think it's, I think it's really important to work with someone that knows what they're doing and also like utilize your intuition here you know like the body is so magical and everyone has that level of intuition sometimes we just like distract ourselves and we get kind of pulled away from it um so ask yourself like okay what do i how do i feel and do i feel fulfilled do i feel happy do i feel like i'm eating as well as i kind of like know i could be do i feel like i'm getting enough sleep for what i need And get really honest with yourself, you know, and because that's free and you can, you can start implementing things like that on, on your own and take, take your power back. You know what I mean? Um, Empower yourself to, to know, okay, I've been up, I'm staying up way too late. I've been way too stressed. Like, let's work on this for the next week or two, see how I feel. But um, all, every practitioner in my team asks, like, what do you think is going on? (laughs) Because you usually have some solid insight into 
what either caused it, what's kind of cranking it up and, and all of that. So trust your intuition. And to piggyback on that, trust your intuition. If you go to a practitioner and they're like, no, nope, everything's good. And you're like, yeah, I'm not feeling so good. <laughs> right. Yeah. And they're like, everything looks normal. And you've gotten the blood work and the colonoscopy and the routine testing, and you're still dealing with IBS and you're bloated and you're exhausted and you're sick of it. Right. There's something wrong. So don't, don't allow yourself to be gaslit by some other people that don't believe there's anything wrong with you. You know, if this is your baseline of how you're supposed to feel. Um, so seek out other help and really trust yourself. It's not just in your head. If you're feeling some sort of, um, imbalance. Yeah. Amen. I, I love that. That's a perfect ending. So tell everyone, where can they find you? And if they want more support and all of that, just tell us, um, where, where you are. <laughs> yes. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. My handle is my first and last name. So Hannah Aylward and then HHC. Um, I'm super present on there and you can also, my website is just my first and last name, Hannah Aylward. And I do, I pump out so much content. So we've got like mini trainings and we, I do master classes and I've got a free three-day gut reset. The link is in my Instagram. Um, so you can find ways to kind of get started all over the place. I always say like, if you're first starting out, just like watch some of my free trainings and see how, if it resonates, how you feel, what you gain from it. Um, and then other than that, like, of course I've got my, my program. So we've got a one-on-one program and we've got my healing guts and shaking butts program um, where we run functional soul testing. And I have my two functional RDs on my team. We really help people get to the root cause and overcome these things. Um, so, so yeah, that, those are all great places to start and, and how you can kind of find me. And we'd love to help you if you need help. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been a lovely conversation. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Okay. My friend, if you love the woman of wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.